forehead wrinkling, Bradley hurried to him. "'What have you done?' "'After your eloquent preaching on the topic, I scoured the estate's books. "'Despite Father's goodness and benevolence, at the end I found little difference between Rosings and Pemberley. "'He was not as liberal a master as I believed. "'So,' he glanced up, "'your admonishments ringing in my ears, I chose a different path.' Bradley pulled the footstool close and sat, his gaze not leaving Darcy. After collecting the rents at Michaelmas, I purchased two seed drills, one for the home farm and one for use among the leaseholders. After much research and on the advice of Mr. Cooperton, I invested in new strains of livestock. The farmers may use the stud animals for one part in ten of their profits, Since my steward discovered many houses in need of major repairs, I did not increase their rents for the coming year. "'And the tenant's response?' Bradley chewed his lip. A lopsided grin gradually lit Darcy's face. "'Well, a number of pub fights in Lambton have been credited to my decisions.' The smile broadened with the deepening creases on Bradley's brow. "'I am told—' A villager criticized the master of Pemberley, and several of our people took offense. Bradley chortled, holding his belly. I cannot say anything for certain until the harvest. However, all signs point to profits well above my outlay. At least for now, it appears you were correct. Darcy's gaze drifted toward the window. Uncle Matlock will credit quality seed and excellent weather for my success not the work of good men. Lord Matlock holds to the traditional ideas of men and their worth. Tension flooded Darcy's limbs, and he had to move. He jumped up and stalked along the fireplace. (sighs) My worthy uncle believes a man's birthright makes him significant, but what he produces of his own efforts is solid because he has dirtied his hands. This troubles you? Father taught me my worth came from being a Darcy— the next master of Pemberley. He insisted that those of our circle were more important than anyone else. He stopped, grasped the mantle, dragged in several deep breaths, and then shoved himself away. But such would not be the destiny of my dear playmate, George. No, being merely a steward's son, he will never suffer the high opinion of society. He clutched his temples and huffed. I am certain father wished George had been born his son. He kicked the rug and slouched against the bookcase. Head drooping, he searched the titles but found nothing. Bradley grimaced. I am at a loss to understand. What makes a great man, Mr. Bradley? He wrapped his arms around his chest, staring at the worn rug. Back at Cambridge I thought it right to measure him by the nobility of his line and the size of his estate— At school I saw many heirs whose comportment put even George to shame. As long as no respectable woman was involved, their transgressions were overlooked for the sake of their family's name. Provided debts of honour were paid, debts to honest merchants could be ignored. What matter that their children would go hungry? Shoulders falling, he paced again. But nothing has the power to make a tradesman's son the equal of those curs. Now you— question those values? Darcy hunched and looked away. You were born a Darcy, 
That makes you a better man than your tenant, Mr. Martin? So I was taught. Perhaps, Bradley shuffled to his side, you were born a Darcy because you lack the strength to have been born a Martin.'